1: the podcast that is bringing embodied birth wisdom from women from all over the world sharing their natural birth stories. Don't forget to subscribe and download so that you can always have access to these empowering and positive natural birth stories. Hi, my name is Anna, also known as The Spiritual Midwife, and I am the Natural Birth Podcast host. I'm a midwife and a childbirth educator and I assist women in optimizing their chances of having an empowering and natural birth experience and a nourishing and healing postpartum. I offer holistic birth preparation and postpartum online courses worldwide for the conscious mama wanting to prepare emotionally, mentally, physically and spiritually for her birth and for her postpartum. And if you want to know more about me and what I do in the world, then visit me at thenaturalbirthcourse.com. If you had a natural and empowering birth experience that you would like to share with the world, then you can email me at anathespiritualmidwife at gmail.com, and maybe your story will be featured on the Natural Birth Podcast. Now let's dive into today's episode. Today we have Andrea. Andrea is a mother of two from Sweden. Her first birth was a medicalized birth in the hospital that initiated her interest in doula work and what home birth could be like. She ended up pursuing her interest and became a doula and prenatal yoga teacher and for her second birth, the birth we will explore today, she had an empowering home birth where she even experienced the bearing down process of birthing her baby as pleasurable. Andrea is a doula, prenatal yoga teacher and birth preparation instructor from Stockholm, Sweden. If you're curious about her, you can find out more on Instagram at doula by your side. Hi, Andrea, and welcome to the Natural Birth Podcast. Hi, thank you lovely to have you with us so I know that you have two children your first uh, birth was a bit medicalized and from that experience you got really passionate about birth and wanted to learn more so you delved into doula work and prenatal yoga work and childbirth education work And so your second birth looked very different from your first. And as I understand, we're going to delve into your second birth today. Is that right?
0: Yes, that's right.
1: Beautiful. Well, with no further ado, let's do that. Let's uh, talk us through, um, you know, how the first birth kind of informed you to want to learn more about birth and how that also informed you then in your preparation for your second labor and birth
0: yes Uh, thank you so I always see myself as a person that likes to inform myself about things so for me uh, a way to prepare for my first birth was actually to to read into a lot about pregnancy and birth so I read uh, Ina May Gaskins books and so on and I felt quite prepared But uh, when I got into the active labor, I felt a lot like left alone. I mean, I did have my partner with me all the time. So that was really good support. But from the hospital, I didn't feel uh, that I got the support that I needed to feel safe or to move through the birth in a, a positive way so actually that was like the main drive for me after that to learn more about support and that's how I came into the doula work um, also the prenatal yoga and the birth preparation classes mm. so for me that was this main thing about like how can you get a better support like I don't want more people to have that feeling about not uh yeah feeling safe during such an important life event
1: as birth. yeah so how did you prepare for your second birth then
0: as soon actually as I knew I was pregnant I think already in week 14 well So a few weeks after I knew I was pregnant, um, I contacted a home midwife. Home birth, yes. Home birth, yes. Mm. Uh, So there are special midwives here in Sweden that uh, specialize in working with uh, home birth. So that was like one way of preparing myself. Uh, I wasn't sure I wanted a home birth, but I did want to be to find a way to be guarantee more support Mm. so I was quite early looking for doulas and for home midwives and some way of getting more support at birth even if it was at um, home or at hospital Mm. so I think that's what I mostly did and then obviously I did lots of Prenatal yoga as well. I took another birth preparation course, even though I myself was an instructor. Uh, I wanted to take one with my partner so we can do that together again.
1: Mm, beautiful. And uh,
0: just to to bond as well, because when you're a parent and already have a a one year old, as we did, you don't always have the time to to feel pregnant and to be pregnant. So I think that was the main thing. I, I needed to find space in my life to to actually not only be a mom to a one-year-old, but also be pregnant. Mm.
1: Beautiful. So let's dive into the labor and birth story. Tell us about the early signs of labor approaching.
0: Yes. So it did go quite a long time. So it was I think it was week 41 plus six days or something. So I was quite anxious about it. It took so long time and I was like, when is it coming? And uh, so I tried to relax about it. But I remember the day before birth started, I felt nauseous during the day. The whole day I felt like nausea and I was like, I feel different. But I didn't know exactly like what that meant or if that meant something. I just noticed like, I feel different in my body. And then I went to sleep. And around five in the morning, I start feeling something. But I wasn't sure again what it was. So my first birth, I didn't have any early labor signs. I didn't feel it at all. So, for this time, I started to feel something again, like maybe I was like minor contraction, but I wasn't really sure. And I started timing the sensations that I had, and I felt they were like regular or uh, not very, coming very often, but like every 10 minutes or something. So I texted my midwife and my jeweler that. I was starting to feel in something, but I wasn't really sure what it was. Um, yeah, so that's how everything started. And I, I think like everyone's very different. And for me, I would say early labor, I don't feel it that much at all. Um, just like minor sensations. So after maybe an hour or so, my doula arrived and then it gets more intense so we went to i was in my bedroom i had a pool in the in the living room that was waiting for me to uh, get in later and my partner was filling the pool and taking care of my one-year-old as i was with my doula and i think just i remember it got like more intense quite fast and I um, also remember like the, the thing that I take away from that moment with my doula the most was at some point, I remember her holding me like my hip and I was lying on my side and feeling like very safe with her. Uh, but I remember that at one point I kind of lost my relaxation and felt tense um started a little bit to hyperventilate.
1: Mm.
0: I wasn't really sure why, it just happened. And suddenly the contractions felt so much worse and mm. painful. So the doula was on the phone with my midwife that was on the way. And she told her uh, that I needed to put my hands over my my mouth and nose and breathe into my hands and yeah because I was shaking. Um after that it just got completely more like more into relaxation and I felt also my body could be more relaxed and heavy and it was such a difference in the intensity of the contractions. Suddenly it was not almost not painful at all it was just like something that went through my body and it was just that's one of the things that I remember the most that it's such a different feeling if I was feeling relaxed or not and it was not only mentally because it felt like something that I couldn't uh, 100% control myself or probably I could but it felt like it just came some wave of tension into me but I didn't know where it came from Mm. so it felt so nice for me because that was the importance for me to actually have my midwife and my doula there and took me out of that place
1: so what was the breath that you said that you did so you put your hands over your mouth and nose and just breathed long and deep or
0: Yes, I think, it I can't remember exactly how I was breathing, but I probably was breathing very shallow and probably a little bit um, um, contracted breath. So I remember her like her telling me to calm my breath. Mm-hmm. So yes, probably just like deeper and putting my hands over my nose and mouth, I think it was because... Yeah, something like you do to avoid the hyperventilation. So okay. it was something that really helped and that uh yeah, it was good to get that support doing through it was actually through the phone.
1: Mm, beautiful. And that brought you back into relaxation. Yeah. Mm. Exactly.
0: And it was such a big difference. So <laughs> this is what I'm like and so amazed how Mm. big a difference the actual relaxation can do to the both the intensity that you feel of the contractions but Mm. also of the whole sense of uh, feeling more empowered by the way you feel like you could cope it more easily and yeah just tuning into a more positive vibe actually
1: yeah yeah relaxation is so important it's so important and it's something that you know obviously you doing yoga you could tap into that most likely in a a much stronger potent way than if you had never done any relaxation before it was already kind of there and you could tap into it with the tools that you had so your midwife was on the phone. Was she far away? She arrived shortly after.
0: She was two hours away, um, but she arrived shortly after that call, and I couldn't help myself, and I wanted to know like where I was uh, on the dilation, even though I know that's not the most important. So the, when she came, I was like five, six centimeters open, and. I moved into the living room and was ready to get into my pool that I was so <laughs> excited to to be in. But uh, funny enough, actually, I didn't like to be in the pool and in mm-hmm. the water. I had this mental picture that was like, I need to have a pool. <laughs> and uh, I just couldn't find a comfortable position. It was quite a big pool and both me and my partner were in it. But uh, so in the end, I ended up in a mattress uh, next to the pool, uh, which feels very, very good, and I was super comfortable. And my I had two midwives, and a doula, and my partner, so I had a lot of support and felt very good and grounded. I remember like being very into my bubble, but. Also, at the same time, very sensitive to us, what was going on around me and feeling everyone, everyone's energy. So it was quite a special thing to both be able to dive very deep within at the same time being quite aware of what's going on around you. Mm. So I was there and... I remember having some, a lot of pain in the front part of my belly. So I asked my midwives like, what we could do about it, um, maybe some new positions. And um, I think they moved me to the back, and then she, they were kind of like massaging with their fingers a little bit on my belly, some gentle touch and then my midwife asked me again like where do you feel your contractions where do you feel the most and then it suddenly moved to the back which was quite surprising for me how the sensations of the contraction actually could move and mm. probably move how depending on how my baby was moving further down mm can't remember exactly when and exactly why but we did uh, break the waters I do some like afterward question it a little bit why would that but I feel completely 100% trust in my midwives why they did it and I. And this is also the reason why I had home midwives because I know that whatever they will do, <laughs> they will always have a natural birth mindset. So I know I won't get any unnecessary um, things done. Like I would feel if I was in a hospital, I wouldn't trust their decision, which feels very horrible to say, but this is the way I felt. And the reason why I chose... A home birth, so it was quite nice to just be there and trust whatever needs to be done, whatever needs to happen. Like they, they have the the mindset that I felt safe.
1: Do you want a natural birth, Mama? Then a natural birth course might be for you. Do you see birth as a rite of passage and an important and transformational event that you'd like to feel fully empowered in meeting? Are you, like many other women, realizing that it is time to take back your power as a birthing woman in the birth space and birth your baby your way? Would you like to feel calm and confident as you birth your baby with all the tools you need in order to meet the labor sensations naturally and be ready body, mind, and soul? Do you deeply down know that your body was made to birth your baby and that you have all the inherent power and inner wisdom to do so? Are you looking for holistic midwifery wisdom and guidance to assist you and give you all the evidence-based information you need in order to feel fully sovereign in your decision making around your pregnancy and upcoming birth? Then The Natural Birth Course is for you. Find out more at thenaturalbirthcourse.com
0: So after the breakage of water, I do remember it getting more intense, and maybe the baby probably moving further down through the pelvis. And at some point, it was kind of a transition, not like uh, super clear. But I asked my midwife, uh, like, "Oh, but how long is it? <laughs> how long is this gonna take?" And then she says oh 20 minutes and I was I thought it was so funny that she was so uh, secure I was probably expecting her to say like we don't know and you know <laughs> and it takes a time that it's supposed to take but she was like 20 minutes and I just tell her like why are you saying that are you lying to me and then she just said I'm telling you the answer that you need to hear to move forward
1: hmm Beautiful.
0: So I wouldn't get stuck like thinking of time too much yeah. or because she knew my past from my first birth that the, the, the pushing state or the like transition and all that part took a very, very, very long time. Mm. So she knew it was kind of traumatic for me, this part. Mm. so a way to lighten that up and not for me to get stuck in the fear of like oh no is this going to take like forever now again yeah she said 20 minutes
1: <laughs> yeah lightening uh, the mood a bit and getting you to to relax and release that time frame hey
0: yeah mm-hmm. and also because i knew my midwives from before like from the meetings before And she knew my birth story from before. She knew like my fear and my dream birth. She could guide me through that. And that was also one very important reason why Mm. I wanted a home birth. Mm. To have that continuous uh, relationship with the actual person that's going to be there uh, to support my birth.
1: Hmm.
0: So I would say not long after, but I'm not quite sure <laughs> in the timing. But I would say not long after that she said that. I started to feel some urge to start pushing. And I was so surprised that I felt that. So I felt a little bit insecure. And asked them, like, I think I'm starting to feel like urge to push. Uh and then they were like, okay, yeah, just follow whatever you're, you're feeling. And I was quite surprised because the contractions were half like normal contractions. Would I would say that I felt like the belly <laughs> kind of contract and it was uh, quite intense and painful that I felt like I needed to use my strong loud and dark voice to kind of help that energy to to move through me so I remember kind of being quite loud like in a dark voice way uh, and the other half of the contraction was a pushing urge and that part just felt Super amazing and super nice, and that was also weird because <laughs> I was like, "How come this feels so nice?" <laughs> um, and actually, a bit pleasure. Mm. Um, but it was it, it was interesting because every contraction after that, it was a mix of first feeling this like uh, intense kind of painful part. And then this very pleasurable part. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, so I just went with it. And also that obviously helped me to get through the next contraction because I knew, well, okay, this little pall will be painful, but soon it was felt very, very nice and pleasurable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so half the contraction, I was kind of screaming my lungs off. And the next one, I was just laughing because it just felt so nice. Mm. Um, and I could also my first birth I wasn't that tuned in or to my body uh, as I was at the second birth so I could actually feel uh, my son's head move down and then move up like through every contraction I could feel how he moved a little bit further down and then how he came up again Mm. So that was also very empowering to be able to feel birth and to really be uh, present mm. in the moment when, yeah, when he is transitioning out to to life outside my body. That was definitely the best part <laughs> of birth.
1: And at one point, the head doesn't retract anymore; it just stays. How was that for you? Did you have the feeling of ring of fire before the head came out as it was crowning?
0: Mm. I don't remember it to be honest. I do remember it in my first bird, uh, very strong and like not very nice feeling. (laughs) But still, I do remember it as a positive thing. On the second bird, I think I was so into this nice and pleasurable mode that it just uh, didn't. So then the head comes out and I remember like touching it with my hands. I could feel that he also had lots of hair. It's just my first son and I was lying on the side, which also was a position that I didn't think I was gonna have. But in the end, it felt very comfortable. And I had wishes for myself to uh, receive my baby when he came out. But as I was dying at that moment, I didn't feel uh, very comfortable with it. So instead, my partner Mm. was asked to do that instead. And... (laughs) i remember just looking at it, and it was like oh you have to do it and he was like oh yeah i have to do it <laughs> uh, so he with the help of one of the midwives like she took his hands over her hands to yeah receive our son when he came out on the on the next push so it was pretty amazing and yeah just remember all the joy and the tears and all the beautiful uh sensation afterwards, like kissing everyone on the mouth <laughs> and yeah, and then I got him too. He had actually the cord around his neck, but it was not like apparently it's quite common,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's quite common to have a nuchal cord, which it's called to have the cord around the neck. And uh, most of the time it's no problem. Yeah,
0: no, and it wasn't. I remember my partner telling me that he kind of freaked out when he saw it, but then he saw how calm they were and then just like, yeah, we take it out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. And then it was also very nice because afterwards I get to hold him I had some like sensations that I had, had difficult to move around too much. So I had him just next to me and my midwives, my two midwives and my doula went into the kitchen and left us alone, three of us, or to be together and to receive our son and just get to know him a little bit better. So that was just pretty nice let him to be around my my chest my breast and just be skin to skin in the, in the in our own living room it was a very luxurious feeling like with our own things around us and yeah i think it took like maybe an hour for him to find my breast then we can start breastfeeding and yeah getting
1: to know each other and the birth of the placenta
0: the birth of the placenta right <laughs> the placenta I obviously didn't have to even ask my midwives <laughs> because they knew like that we wanted to wait for for it to happen naturally I think it probably only took like 20 minutes or so when I started to feel contractions again and then I let them know like I'm starting to feel things happening here then they're like okay probably placenta and yeah I know they allow it to to take the time that it needed to take so that mm. was nice and I had some uh, thoughts about like making it smoothie or <laughs> something with it And uh, even my midwife, she was like, are you doing something like with the placenta? If not, I will take it. Like, I'm not allowing you to just like throw it away. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, of course, I don't just want to throw it away. I was something. It It just felt nice that she also felt such a strong, strong feeling about the placenta because she hates
1: it. Beautiful. Yeah.
0: It's just like treated like trash. So she said, like, yeah, if you don't take good care of it, <laughs> I will. And, yeah, so they showed me the placenta. It's so beautiful to see the tree of life and uh, where my baby has been living for the past month. So I put it in the freezer, but I was so taken away with all the motherhood stuff and having two kids so it didn't go into a smoothie or anything else <laughs> but i did uh, plant it outside our our house so it's planted just outside the house that he was born in So that was quite nice That's and a beautiful we do have, tradition like, yeah it just feels nice that oh this is this is where you were born. We <laughs> mm. have been thinking of planting a tree there, but we haven't done it yet. So I'm thinking maybe for his birthday that's coming up soon. Mm. Do that.
1: Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your birth story. What uh advice or pearls of wisdom would you give? A first time mama about to have her first baby who really wants to optimize her chances of having a natural and empowering birth experience? I
0: think the most important thing is to take time to ask yourself like, what do you need to feel safe and supported?
1: Mm.
0: Because I think that's so different for everyone. Mm. what is important and yeah I think that would be like the most thing because sometimes obviously a birth we don't know how the birth is going to be like like we don't know when it's going to start we don't know how long it's going to be we don't know like how the baby's going to move down and everything we do have time during all those months to ask like what do I need to feel safe no matter what? Mm. And if you feel safe, I think it's much easier to, to find that relaxation. Mm. That is so important. Yeah. And also, if you feel safe, it's much easier to listen to your own body, what it needs, when it needs. It's, more, it's easier to be more intuitive to, to the process yeah and from there on like prepare yourself so maybe it's like oh i need to do it lots of books or oh, i need to take this course or i need to know more about this and that and inform yourself i think it's important
1: mm, beautiful thank you so much for sharing your wisdom it's been a pleasure talking to you
0: thank you for <laughs> letting me share that story it was a uh, almost three years ago <laughs> a great great memory that i that i carry every day and it feels very nice to have a empowerment birth behind you to to have with you in life thank you
1: thank you for listening if you love this podcast then please share it grade it on itunes and leave a comment if you want to connect on social media you can find me on facebook as the spiritual midwife or on instagram as the underscore spiritual underscore midwife thank you for listening